Welcome to today's Daily Breath. As we continue our journey into the Book of Secrets, ask yourself, what makes me happy? Since in our last discussion we spoke about happiness, and happiness is, of course, the ultimate goal of all other goals. It doesn't matter what you're seeking. You want to make more money. You want a good relationship. You want to be healthy. In the back of your mind, there's always this notion that if I'm healthy, I'll be happy. If I have a good relationship, I'll be happy. If I make a lot of money, I'll be happy. If I become the president of the company or the CEO of the company, I'll be happy. Well, certainly those things will make you happy, but will they guarantee true happiness or lasting happiness, which we call fulfillment or even joy? So here are some of the findings that have come to us from what people call happiness experts, social scientists who look at the experience of happiness. And believe it or not, they've come up with something called the happiness formula. So since you're on this podcast and we're all having fun together, let me give you the happiness formula right now. If you're not driving or if you're um, by yourself um, and you can take notes, please take notes and write down the happiness formula. Here it is. H is equal to S plus C, plus V. That's the happiness formula. Better than E is equal to MC squared. Okay, H stands for happiness, is equal to S, set point in the brain. Just remember that word, S stands for set point in the brain. Plus C, conditions of living, plus V, Voluntary choices that we make every day. Okay, so once again, the happiness formula, H is equal to S plus C plus V. H stands for happiness. S set point in the brain. Set point in the brain is simply a result of your attitude. Do you see the world as an opportunity or do you see the world as a problem? If you see the world as an opportunity, you're likely to be happy. If you see the world as a problem, you're likely to be unhappy. That's the set point. So how do we acquire this set point? Is it, are we born with a set point? The answer is no. The set point is determined in our very early life, in probably the first five years of life and ultimately maybe maximum eight years of life. And it's a result of what we hear from our parents and our siblings and our caretakers at an early age. So if your parents were constantly complaining, condemning, criticizing, playing the victim, that's what you hear. And that's what you become. As a child, you have no choice, but you metabolize this experience. You become a complainer, you criticizer, victim, and unhappy person. So this is bad news, isn't it? Because 50% of your set point is determined 
not by what you did, but by what your parents were doing or your siblings or your teachers or whatever. So can we change the set point? And the answer is yes. By getting in touch with our deeper self, we change the set point of the brain. We start looking for opportunities. We actually reframe every adversity as an opportunity. We reframe every problem as not only a challenge, but as an opportunity. People look at the stock market and it's falling and it's going crazy. People who are always worried about problems, they start selling. And people are looking for opportunities, they start buying. I mean, it's that simple as that. Even the stock market and how you engage with it depends on your attitude and the general public's attitude. But that's true of anything. So ask yourself, is what I'm seeing a problem? Why do I think it's a problem? Who would I be without thinking of this with a problem? Is there an opportunity here? Is this thing that I'm perceiving as a problem, is it true? Why do I think it's true? What is the opposite of this? On and on, this the, with a little bit of self-reflection. Is it true? Why do I think it's true? Who would I be without thinking of this as a problem? What is the opportunity? What is the opposite? You slowly start to change your set point. As you practice mindful awareness, you'll change your set point. In any case, that's 50% of your happiness experience every day. Attitude, conditions of living. This refers to financial conditions. Obviously, if you're very poor, you'll be unhappy. What about if you're very, very rich? Well, it doesn't guarantee that you'll be happy. In fact, you might also be as unhappy as the person who's very poor because you share one thing with the very poor person. The rich, extremely rich people and extremely poor people share one thing in common. They think about money all the time. So if you're thinking about money all the time and that has become your identity instead of your soul, obviously you're going to be unhappy. So you can now look at the data. Conditions of living, financial conditions, add anywhere from 10 to 12% of your happiness experience every day. Of course, if you're stressed about money, you'll be unhappy, right? But what's the key here? First, look at the data. Conditions of living add 10 to 12% to your daily happiness experience. If you win the lottery, for example, let's say you were earning very little amount of money, just enough to pay your bills, and suddenly you win $20 million. Are you going to be happy? The data shows, yeah, you'll be ecstatic. But then in six months, your happiness will start to wane. And by the end of the year, you'll be back to your set point. By the end of five years, you will be probably unhappier now because you're constantly worrying about the stock market and your investments and your taxes and your portfolio. You're likely to be back to your base point or even worse. 10 to 12% is all the contribution of your financial status. Make sure you have enough money. Make sure you don't buy things that you don't need to impress people that you don't like. If you just stop doing that, you'll be financially much more secure. The third part, V, voluntary choices. So we make two kinds of choices every day. Personal pleasure, like shopping, like sex, like food, like entertainment, like alcohol. Do those choices make us happy? Yes, they do. 
but only for a short time, unless we repeat it. And if you repeat it too often, then you get addicted. But there's a second choice that you can make, and that is called fulfillment. You feel fulfilled when you make other people happy. In fact, the fastest way to be happy is to make somebody else happy. Give them attention, which means listen to them, appreciation, notice something good about them and let them know. Affection, tell you to tell them you care about them and attention. Don't try to change them. You'll make them happy, you'll be happy. The other thing that makes us happy is a life of meaning and purpose and contribution and service. This third component, V, adds another 40% to your daily happiness experience. In short, we can change our set point. We can ensure our financial security. And finally, we can make meaningful choices that make other people happy and make us feel that we are relevant in this world. This, in short, is the happiness formula.